Welcome to Fly on the Wall, a podcast where you have the opportunity to listen in on a live coaching conversation. Please make sure to like and subscribe. And now for today's episode. How can I serve you today? What do you guys want? What do you want to talk about? Our leadership team is made up of mostly volunteers. Okay. And so just would love your advice on how, how do you how do you lead a team when when most of your team is is working full-time jobs outside the church? Yeah. And just love your thoughts and advice on that. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of a lot of churches, well, most churches are probably there because yeah. most churches aren't running 10,000 or even a thousand. <laughs> they're, yeah. you know, they're in a situation where they've got a lot of volunteer staff, maybe a couple stipends, and that's pretty much all they got. Uh, and so I don't think it's anything new. You know, I think a lot of people are there, but <clears throat> a couple thoughts I have about the volunteers. One, I, I do think that it is important and it's not really what you're asking. I'll, I'll kind of get to that, but I just want to yeah. say this before I forget it. It's really important. I think you and I've talked about this for, before, but it's so important um, that your volunteers um, feel valued and feel like they're getting paid. Now here's yeah. the thing, value. People gravitate to where they feel the most valued. Yeah. So they're going to gravitate to you and to the vision when they feel most valued by you and the vision. Yeah. So people gravitate to where they feel most valued, but also everybody wants to get paid and it's not by yeah. money. Volunteers get paid by fruit. And that's really important to always remember, like how are we keeping the fruit, the results, the celebrations in front of them? Um, how are we creatively keeping that? So if you've got a team of volunteers, especially a, a volunteer staff, man, it, it's, um, you got to figure out a system by which you're taking the celebrations and putting it into their ears and eyes uh, on a regular basis. Not just when you come together, but it's like, do I do an update once a week? Do I do a two minute video? Do I send them a testimony video of just a little iPhone interview I do with someone, you know? Like, how am I making sure that the volunteers are uh, gaining and understanding the, the fruit and the celebration? So volunteers get paid by fruit. They don't get paid by cash. And if they're paid by fruit, we gotta make sure that enough fruit's in front of them, that they see what we're doing, that it's working, that it matters. And if we only do that once, you know, whatever, they're serving every week, but we only do it every three months, that's a little harder. So if you got a volunteer staff, figure out rhythms like, hey, once a week, every Monday, I tell them what a great Sunday it was, and I let them know everything that we did in a video or how, however you do that, whatever, some thing that you heard or you interviewed someone just with an iPhone. So I think that's an important part. I think the other part is just practical uh, when you're working with a volunteer staff. Uh, clearly you got to, um, I think you have to obviously play around, not play around, but, uh, schedule around their life. You know, uh, they're not having meetings at 10 in the morning that are at work. Uh, so that's not going to happen. I think you got to be sensitive to that. There is something that I tell people. Uh, and so I think you have to sense to that and kind of orchestrate to that. There is something I do tell people that sounds a little harsh, uh, and I don't mean it to, <laughs> but, and this Bring is, it. if you treat people like volunteers, they'll act like volunteers. Now, I don't mean that in a negative way, like acting like a volunteer. I've met some of those amazing volunteers in the world, but my point is when I say you treat them, yeah. I think sometimes we as pastors, I, we gotta be careful with this, but we always excuse it down. Well, they're volunteers. 
They got another job. They got another job. And I, of course they do. But if, if we excuse down every single thing, then we never have a threshold of commitment by we hold them to. You can't expect 20 hours from them a week. That's just, you're not going to get that. And that's just dumb. That's just not going to (laughs) work. Stop using your head. But if it's like, Hey man, you know, really what they're doing is only about an hour a week and they're still flaking, but you know I mean? They're volunteers. Like at some point, somewhere between understanding their volunteers and their commitment somewhere, that's got to meet the line's got to meet somewhere. And I hear a lot of people kind of excuse it down to where it's like, no matter what they do, we excuse it down. And I don't, I don't think that's healthy for them. I don't think that's healthy for the kingdom. I think you find the right balance, find what's realistic, and then have them live there. The other thing is with volunteer staff is um, job descriptions and clarity of expectations is really okay. important. You got to be clear, like all up front, this is what we, what I'm thinking you could do. Can you do that? Here's what, you know, here's the time commitment. Here's what it looks like. Here's a job description. Here's how you're going to report to me. Like clarity, I think is really important. I always say to be unclear is to be unkind and to be clear and crystal clear um, of, of what their jobs and their expectations are. So those are all kind of the, the way that, because everybody's there, you know, I'm a founding pastor. We got a bunch of campuses, blah, 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 blah. But when we launch a new campus, it's not like it launches with 500 people and, and millions of dollars. It's like, nope, he's got a volunteer. We've all been there. I've been there. And when we have a new campus, it's always there. So it's not something I've outgrown. They're like, oh, I don't even think about that anymore. No, no, no. It's always in my head. Uh, we always have that. But um, anyway, so those are some of the thoughts that I would say I, th- I would find helpful in working with a volunteer staff. Um, when you are, we've talked a lot about like, and this is, and you're very vocal about building a team, surrounding yourself with good people. Uh, what does that look like in a very practical, practical sense? Like, did you, when you were lifting up, um, you know, your core team around you or your staff around you, uh, or maybe they're not even paid, maybe they're just high capacity volunteers, like, what are some non-negotiables? What are some qualities? What are some traits? What are some like telltale signs that you're like, man, this guy's, this guy's it, or this person, this gal is it, or, or the opposite. I'm never bringing them, them into my inner circle. You know, they're going to stay in, uh, <laughs> They're, they're, out. <laughs> <laughs> they're being voted off the island <laughs> exactly <laughs> uh no i think those are those are great questions you know um i wouldn't i don't have a particular order for you okay uh but i can tell you the things i really like to see let's go with the automatics because if i don't say them then someone's going to say he doesn't care about any of that <laughs> <laughs> so I better say it now. You know what? That pe- that person needs to check their blind spot. <laughs> check their heart. How, how do your answers make them feel at that moment? <laughs> so the uh, uh, I think the obvious are: hey, they love the Lord, they love the kingdom, and they have great character. Now let's assume all that's said. Now let's now let's talk. I want to know. Uh, <laughs> I can tell you one of the big, big, big things I want to know is self-driven. Do they flat out get stuff done? Mm-hmm. I don't want to spend my time having to constantly motivate someone, constantly make sure that they're running the path, keep track of my to-do list and theirs. I don't want to do that. I want to know, hey, 
man, I'll get it done. I'm running fast. Um, one thing I, I've always said is if you hire hard, you'll manage easy. So run them through the filter. Like, is this person hire hard? Like, are you really driven, self-driven? Do you get stuff done? Can, you know, do you move forward? Do you think on your own? Do you just like, man, look, we got a problem over here. Solve it. Got it. And then boom, they come back eight days later. All right. Here's some of the thoughts I found out here's here, or what's some of the things I found out here's some thoughts on it. Where do you want to go from here? It's like, or they, Hey, they come to me and go, Hey, I found that here's an issue that I don't know if you're aware about. Uh, and here's some of the things I think that we could do to solve it. I'm already moving down that path. Let me know. Just people that are driven. I don't have to sit there and crack yeah. the whip. It's just like, it's getting done. They're done. It's good. Self-driven is huge to me. I want to know that they just flat out get stuff done. So, um, another big characteristic for me is loyalty. Um, I think there's a huge difference between loyalty and faithfulness. You've heard me say this before, but faithfulness says, I won't talk bad about you, but loyalty says, I won't let anybody else talk bad about you. I, I want loyalty. It doesn't mean that we're always going to see eye to eye. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to be wrong. It doesn't mean that you can't confront me. It doesn't mean any of that. I'm not that kind of leader. If I do something wrong and you need to confront me, do it. I don't know, whatever, let's talk. Yeah. But I just got to know that my name is safe in your mouth. Mm. I got to know that you're going to have my back. I got to know when someone brings up a name like, oh man, that Chris, you know, wait, that the person's going to go like, hey dude, <laughs> that sounds like a conversation you should have with Chris, not with me. Yeah. And I, I, I have to see that. I love, I love self-driven I love watching people that are incre incredibly loyal. Um, I would say another one is um, they have uh, kind of an uncommon positive attitude. They just believe the best, want the best, hope for the best, cheer people on, they're encouragers. Um, man, they just, they see the glass half full type of people and they're just like, we can do this, we can do. Negativity drives me insane. Uh, I don't want it around me. <laughs> I don't want to be near it. I, now, that doesn't mean that I don't like being honest. If there's a problem, let's address it. Let's not be yeah. like, oh, I don't want to put a positive spin on negative data. I yeah. think people that, in, especially people in the Pentecostal world, uh, I'm a Sunday God pastor. We have, we're amazing at putting positive spin on negative data. <laughs> you know, our church ain't growing, but man, you know, we're having great services. <laughs> no one's coming to Christ, but we're having a great time hey, together. Right? Just see the quality of the people that are here. You know, <laughs> <laughs> man, we're like. That's a pot. Not that you're having great services is, is negative. I'm not saying that, but it's like no one's coming to Christ, no yeah. baptisms, but yeah. somehow we spin it to be a positive. We all do it, but yeah. I've done it before. But and I'm not saying that, and I'm not saying to not be honest. Sit in a room and go, dude, this portion of our ministry, like we're not doing delivering at all. Oh, you're right. It stinks. We're doing horrible. How do we fix it? Got no problem with that. I just that negativity. I don't. I don't get into that. Uh, so those are a few things, man. I, I, I and, and, the, and the overall, uh, kind of a team encourager, team builder. So those kind of four things, I love people that are self-driven. I love loyalty. I love people that have an incredibly good attitude and I love people that are team players. Yeah. Those can encourage each other, high five each other, build up the other person. They're not trying to bring the other person down. They're not secretly wanting someone to fail. So they look a little bit better, you know, all that stuff. So those are some of the things that I really look for. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, and um, and I think that they can be found in, I think they can be found in, um, people that are, um, not full-time staff or even paid. I think you can find that. I'll tell you something funny that happened one time is, uh, 
I was at a conference and I was speaking and they guy raises his hands and he's like, Hey man, you talked about having an uncommon great attitude because literally the question was, what are characteristics of the team members you want? And I answered them just like I answered you and I got to the fourth, third or fourth one on uncommon positive attitude. Guy raises his hands. He goes, what do you do with a staff member that has a bad attitude? I've talked to him several times and he hasn't changed it. And I said, fire him. And everybody started laughing because I didn't. That's all I said was fire him. And everybody started laughing. And then I said, look, I go, you can get a bad attitude from a volunteer for free. Why are you paying for it? <laughs> like, that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> I can get one for free. I don't need to pay for this. Uh, and so anyway, those are, those are a few things that I think are really important. I think if you get those things, you know, self-driven loyalty, uncommonly positive attitude, team player, man, you get someone like that, you get three or four people surrounding you like that, then you can run for miles.